All right, welcome back here. Tate Rink on the campus of the United States Military Academy. Merrimack and Army no score at the end of the first period. Mike Macknick, John Leahy with you, and joining us, Kyle Bigos, the sophomore defenseman for the Warriors. And, uh, well, that first period looked a little bit, especially early on, like you guys had been off for, for about four weeks. Uh, after a long layoff like that, does it take some time to, to get the legs back? Uh, yeah, it does. Uh, I think we did a pretty good job with that. Uh, it's always a little bit challenging to jump into a game. Arby's uh, played a game last night. Or uh, two nights ago, I'm sorry, and uh, I think we looked really good, just a little off, and I think after this first uh, intermission, we're going to come back into it in the second. Good play by uh, Joe Canada there. I know that uh, this was a little before your time, but he had 44 saves in his first game ever. He played in this rink and made 44 saves in a shutout, and uh, you, you have to be uh, nothing less than pleased with the type of goaltending that he's given you this year. Yeah, he's definitely been on fire since day one, and... Uh, I don't think he's uh, spared to tell us uh, about how his uh, first start happened here at Army. I was in, uh, hanging out in his room in the hotel and he's telling us about that. It's kind of interesting to see how uh, he was nervous in his first game, how excited he was, and coming back brought all his memories on. I think he's going to have a really great game tonight. There's so much tradition here in this building, in this campus. Uh, uh, is it something, I mean, you, can you guys, are you guys able to feel it when you, when you make a visit to a place like this? Absolutely. Any place that has a lot of history, it's always a certain feel to it, and uh, Army's no exception. When you're walking around the rink and uh, even around like the campus that we've seen, and it's, it's a special thing to come here and see that and be a part of it. Now, of course, you come through the Warriors uh, from uh, California by way of Vernon of the British Columbia League. First of all, uh, uh, are you originally from California? Uh, yes, I am. I was born in uh, Pomona, and I lived until uh, I was 15 in uh, Upland, California. So how uh, I know that uh, hockey in California has been growing by leaps and bounds over the last uh, a couple of decades. How would you get into playing hockey? Uh, it was uh, my brother. He played in a league, a uh, little roller hockey league outside uh, Ranch Cucamonga Quakes, a uh, semi-pro baseball league. And uh, one of the parking lots there, they painted lines. And uh, it was a big roller hockey league, and it was really popular because Wayne Gretzky just came uh, the year I was born. And uh, it was really just all because my brother I got into hockey and uh, transitioned to ice uh, two years later. What did that do, uh, Gretzky, uh, coming to the Kings uh, for, for hockey in, in, in the west, western part of the U.S., and especially in California? Uh, it was really popular, him coming. Uh, you saw ice rink spring up uh, more and more around Southern California, and uh, taking the ice was kind of hard for Southern Californians to do, so it was kind of roller hockey rinks that kind of paved the way for the first five years, and once everyone wanted to make the transition to ice, then uh, it really sprung up. You still play a lot of roller hockey? Uh, no, I try to stay away from it because uh, pretty bad on the wheels. Don't want to hurt my knee or anything. <laughs> so what's Upland like? What, what's in here? What, what major city is in here? Uh, it's about half hour away from uh, Anaheim and an hour away from Los Angeles and half hour away from Newport. It's probably the closest beach. And uh, it's uh, Inland Empire. It's a really small town. Um, uh, I forgot how many people. 70,000. And uh, Mainly just a lot of middle-class white people, uh, nice little cul-de-sacs everywhere, and it's a really nice town to live in. How many ice rinks in your community? Oh, uh, the city, uh, I got really lucky. I live right next to Ontario. It's a city that really borders uh, Upland, and there's one that I grew up in. It's one of the oldest in Southern California. Really, it's a really nice uh, home-feeling rink, and uh, they built a new one where Big Sheet Ice, we like to play out a lot. It's the practice rink for the Ontario Rain ECHL team. And then, of course, you got the big uh, ECHL Ontario rain rink that uh, it's kind of hard to skate up when you do get ice. It's very nice. You grew up playing there, and then uh, 
you know, when did you realize that this was something that uh, you might be able to, to go to college and get a college scholarship to play? And even eventually, you know, you've been drafted by the by the Oilers and uh, know that hey, this is something I could, I could make a living doing. Uh, when I was around 15, my dad sat me down, had a talk. Uh, one of our first years talks about what I wanted to do in life, and uh, the only thing I could think of was hockey. I mean, I loved like a lot of little jobs, you know, that seeing my uh, parents have and my friends' parents have, but uh, I really wanted to go with ice hockey, and uh, we made the commitment then that this is what I want to do. I put all my eggs in that basket and uh, moved up to Saskatchewan, uh, Canada, went to Notre Dame Prep School for three years, and just try to climb my way up the rankings ever since then. And then you went to Vernon, uh, you won the championship there, right? Yeah, the national championship in uh, 2009 with uh, Mike Collins, and uh, thank God uh, got a scholarship to Merrimack, uh, couldn't be happier, and then drafted by others, it was just a dream come true, really. So how was it like, uh, you know, your college career so far, uh, what, you know, what's it like uh, being in college, playing uh, Major Division One hockey? It's really amazing. Uh, really cliche to kind of say that, but uh, no other word really comes to mind. When you, you get to wake up every day and you go to classes, and classes are all very fun, very interesting. Uh, uh, the work that you have with it uh, really doesn't feel like work because it's just so much uh, knowledge that you're getting towards uh, a career like out in the field like other than hockey. And then uh, next thing you know, 2 p.m. rolls around, then you're in the weight room and on the ice, and it's what you love doing, why you came here in the first place. And I couldn't be happier coming to college, especially Merrimack. What's your favorite class? Um, I gotta say, um, I'm a human development major now, and I just took my first class last semester, which sprung me into it was child and adolescent development, and uh, it was one of the funnest classes I've had to be in, especially since uh, you get to go to classrooms, and uh, I think, uh, fortunately enough, I was uh, able to work with kids on the ice, and uh, I think that's really what I'd like to do, and it's really fun to just be around them, help them learn, help them develop, and it's been a real treat. All right, now I'm going to ask you some of the uh, the goofy questions, I guess. Uh, who's the funniest guy on the team? Oh, the funniest guy. It's got to be got to be Nick Drew. Yeah. Why? Uh, just the stuff he says. Uh, you can tell he's a very genuine person. Just very happy. Just a really great guy to be around, and he never a dull moment around that guy. <laughs> uh, who's the best at video games? Best at video games. It's a good one. Let's say for NHL, it's got to be uh, Chris Barton and. Uh, Call of Duty. I've seen Collins play a lot and very good at that, but uh, Nick Drew's really up there too. To be honest, how much time do you guys spend playing NHL? Playing NHL? Um, kind of varies off and on because uh, when we get tired of Call of Duty, then it's NHL. When we get tired of NHL, it's Call of Duty. Um, uh, who's the best dressed guy on the team? Best dressed? Uh, Francois. He's got a real good style up there, and uh, so does John Jameson. What, what, what makes the style? I mean, does, does Francois, is, is it the, the tailors up in Quebec that, you know, the, the suits are just a little different? What is it? I don't know. It's hard to explain. He's got a good style. Uh, real flashy, I could say it that way. Uh, real flashy, and John Jameson's kind of just, you know, the laid-back, hangout style. Uh, but uh, kind of take fashion tips from those two. How do you describe your style? Well, I don't know. A little bit of California, a little bit of Canada, a little bit of East Coast. <laughs> Well, as you mentioned, uh, you've been drafted fourth round by the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, you know, as you look forward, as you look to what you need to do to get to the next level of, of hockey, uh, what are, what are the, some of the things you need to concentrate on? Uh, every time you step up into a different ranking, since uh, being from midgets to juniors, juniors to college, and college hopefully to pro, it's, uh, it's a different work ethic each time. Once you start it, 
you're kind of, uh, I think every hockey player can agree with this. You're dreading it in the summer, going, "Oh, this is hard. This is, this is, uh, this is what I got to do. I'm pushing myself." Uh, but then I'd say about a month or two rolls around to that, and you get used to it. You enjoy it. It gets very easy to go to the weight room. It gets very easy to go on the ice, and uh, just the two aspects of that make it real fun. You can always excel in the weight room with uh, weights, and uh, when you get on the ice, it's there's always stuff you can do to help your skating, your shot, your stick handling. And uh, you kind of make it into a little game, and it's really fun. You guys obviously off to a pretty good start here at 7-4-4. Four and four. Uh, Actually, the best start for the program in quite a long time. Uh, so now you're in a situation where all these games down the, the second half of the season are big and can help you get to be where you want to be. Um, you know, Looking at what you guys did in the first half of the season and, and what worked and what didn't work, uh, you know, as a team, what do you guys think you need to do to, to sustain that and, and to even get up to the next, lo- next level? Um, for that question, we kind of take the Tom Brady standpoint. If you've uh, read any of his interviews uh, this season, which is what we've done is great, but we're looking forward, and uh, we really kind of take that to heart. Yeah, that we have had a great start, and we're we kind of enjoy it when the moments uh, when we're still in the moment. But uh, every time we come into the locker room and the weight room and get on the ice, it's a chance to get better. And we're really looking forward to uh, getting better, and we could see it in our game and our play uh, within our systems and individual skill. And uh, we think we're on the right track to starting something really big here. And we've all bought in, and it's just a really exciting time to be a, a Merrimack Warrior right now and a part of the community. All right, thanks, Kyle. Uh, great to see you, and best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you very much. All right, that's Kyle Bigos, the Warriors sophomore defenseman, been our guest here during the first intermission. The Warriors and Army are scoreless at 0-0.